The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. Today is Monday, May 8th, 9.30, and I'm sitting next to a road dog. My buddy Pat had to go up to Baltimore for some business, and he is staying here at the humble abode, hanging out before heading back to Charlotte. Pat, how was your, how's your trip been? How was golf? What's going on, man? Yeah. First of all, shout out to the newlyweds, Tommy and Lauren Burford, formerly Lauren Thomas, of the Virginia Tech class of 2017. Of the fam, awesome wedding on Saturday uh, around the Richmond area. Mm-hmm. Little Star Hill Brewery on uh, on Friday night. Little uh, Hollyfield Manor, not uh-huh. to be confused with Dax Hollyfield, no. but it was Hollyfield mm-hmm. Manor. Great place. Uh, it was good. Played some golf today with a customer up in uh, up around Baltimore at a uh, fundraiser event. So. It's a lot of fun. Here I am in the facts. Drove by Roots Natural Kitchen on the way here. I said, "Wow, it's like a pizza home." <laughs> Can I ask a question? When you're playing golf with a with a customer, let's talk about a little business golf etiquette. Are you playing? H- how serious are you playing? How mad do you allow yourself to get? I mean, it's literally just like any other golf game okay. for me. Okay, you know, I'm playing. I'm playing hard. You know, you got to play hard. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to not suck. It's really what's happening. <laughs> and uh, that's what happened today. I, I tried not to suck. Yeah, I mean, I didn't play well. I had three pars. I did uh, shoot 100. <laughs> so my, this is my second round out since, like, August of last year. So, you know, two rounds in nine or so months. Can't win them all, dude. It's fine. Uh, I did have some nice shots. I did have some nice putts. Mm-hmm. I listen. I've kind of just become a, you know, college football and skiing are my my top two, and then golf has kind of taken <laughs> college. I mean, you got to like college football and skiing are you know shotgun and and driver, and golf is you know hanging out in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a great time. Hayfields Hayfields Country Club today. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so that's your spiel. Should we do a haiku? We should. How are you? Wait, I, I'm good, you, man. Do you have any updates? Yeah. So this weekend, uh, I went to a beautiful wedding. A um, lot of sons of holy matrimony this weekend. Sons of she said yes. All of it. Sons of till death do us part. Sons um, of stepping down the aisle. Trent Young and uh, Brittany Vanfeld Houston. Vanfield Houston lost a couple of syllables on her last name. It is now Brittany Young, forever young. Uh, it was beautiful in Williamsburg, which I had never been to. Our, uh, got a lot of history. A lot of dude loved loved the history. Got to see Mike Santa Maria, Eric Gallo, Colt Pettit, C.J. Carroll, the Wilsons. 
just a ton of amazing, amazing people. Terrell Smith came up from Idaho, all the way up from Idaho, and I ran into some of the best chins you will see in the New River Valley. The entire Fox family, Mr. Fox, Coleman Fox, and Coleman's younger brother, who is at William & Mary at grad school, I believe. Um, but man, you mean, it was... You mean impact player Isaiah Ford? <laughs> at, at William & Mary, having an amazing... Are you missing him up, mixing him up with Andrew Ford? No. What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. They put Coleman's picture on for the William & Mary game. And no, I think it was Clemson game. That's right. Clemson, that's right. Uh, I don't remember what game. Anywho, all the lacrosse uh, lacrosse goes. We had an amazing, amazing time. Williamsburg, 11 out of 10, had a great time. Also, I don't know if this is a pro tip or a life hack, but not planning sometimes works out. So the hotel that had the block was 180 a night. I show up. I don't know what time the wedding is. I don't know what the attire is. I don't know where I'm staying. I book a hotel one night at the Hilton, closer to the venue, $62. And it's a condo. I, got, I didn't do any cooking or anything, but it was definitely nicer than whatever else was saying. And I saved like 180 bucks. So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes planning works out in your uh, in your favor. Um, yeah, but you did. Was there a shuttle to the hotel that you missed? No, I made. I, I, I God, God, uh, God willing, I made it to everything. And I know I'm missing people. Jack Click was at the wedding too. It was great to see. Great to see Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Um, be quick. But it's great. Let's start this podcast. Uh, Hokey Haiku off Dome. I know. I've been trying to, you know, punt. I was giving you some more I've time. I've been trying yeah. to punt the haiku because I'm like, hmm, I don't know what I have right now. Okay. Um, let's see. It's May 8th. How much is going on in May? Um, Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Uh, Antoine Powell R. Mm-hmm. He's got like I didn't know. Okay, can we talk about Antoine Powell when he, was, when he was going through the cycle with us? It was just Antoine Powell. I don't know where this new last name, come, you know, his last name got augmented. Florida's got weird rules. Maybe they allowed him to to add it onto the end. No disrespect to the name, no. but it definitely was not in there on the first go I around. Mean, Maurice Jones Drew. That's right. Dorian Finney Smith. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Uh, Michael Carter Williams. Michael Carter Williams. Yeah. Oh, you're making the haiku out of triple names. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kim Jong Un. We're nixing the haiku. No more haiku. No haiku. Today. No haiku today. We tried. We're off to an amazing start. So for talking tweets, we actually used our own tweets. Um, we always talk engagement. We love engaging the hokey community. We love talking that good hokies talk. And we had a uh, two tweets that went out, which were most devastating losses in most elating wins to a surprise to no one people really interacted with the devastating losses so we will start there and in our fashion we'll end with the positives now i want to preface this by saying my criteria for most devastating loss and this may be different for you and for you and that's okay it's fine um is a devastating loss to me is a game where you should have won the game you were more talented and somehow, whether it's coaching, whether it's a despicable performance uh, by one side of the ball, turnovers, you lose the football. Game. So you're, you're favored. You're always favored. It doesn't have to be. Sure. Sure. Or like a, a player on the other team goes out. Um, perhaps the quarterback on the other team, you know, he's only going to run the ball and he punched your team in the face before the game started. Like a game like that, you know, game, you game, you win. 
Um, anywho, so here's my list right now. Um, Georgia Tech over the Fuente era was rough. It was really rough. Um, I'm just going to break down a few of them. 2016, a magical, magical year from beginning to end. But we played Georgia Tech when we're 7-2. and two. We're on a four-game win streak. And we dropped the game at home to Georgia Tech 30-20. to 20. Four, tw- first four, four turnovers, and we were losing 20 to nothing at halftime. Brutal. But we'll get them next year. No! 2017, we're coming off of the Miami game. A really good Miami team. You lose to them on the road. They're pumping in sound. Were you at that game? Uh, yes. He was at they that They were game. not pumped. Dude, it was loud. It was loud? It was I, loud. I've heard you say it's the loudest game you've ever been to. <laughs> it's like the loudest place I've ever seen Tech play. So it was so loud that night. If you were there, you know, like hard rock, they have the, the plexiglass top. Mm-hmm. So they have these ceilings that bounce the noise back in. And uh, yeah, that night it was loud, man. So I no know. noise gate. You don't think there was any pumping. You think Miami was just rolling. They were like number eight in the country. I mean, they might've pumped in noise, but like it was loud regardless. So we're coming off that Miami game. You feeling okay about yourself. Team's really good. And then we go to Georgia tech. We lose 22 to 28. Georgia Tech had 400 yards rushing. I'm sorry. They had 400 yards total, and they had 140 yards passing off of two completions. Total. Two completions for 140 yards. Unbelievable. A Chase Mumalian performance from them throwing the ball. And then in 2018, the Sean Savoy hit in the face game with the punt. Georgia Tech rushed for 465 yards. And had seven touchdowns, zero passing yards. They just ran the ball, and they ran it extremely effectively. Uh, I don't have the score written down. We lost that game like forty-eight to like twenty-two or something like that. Yeah, brutal game, forty-nine something. Brutal game. Night game at I think it was was it a Thursday night? It's a Thursday night. Yeah, I, I went to the Georgia Florida game in Jacksonville uh, that weekend. The world's greatest teacup party. What do they call it? Cocktail party. Cocktail party. That's right. Uh, the only other ones that I have, and I went with kind of recent ones, the Oklahoma State loss in 2017, that wasn't a bad Oklahoma State team. It was just the fact that uh, they ha- we had 518 yards of offense, uh, lost the turnover battle 2 to nothing, uh, and we fumbled the ball on the goal line. Chase Muma, one for one, wearing the wrong number, not a great game plan by uh, – and that was the game where the coach – who's the coach over there, Coach Gundy? Yeah, Mike. Coach Gundy got the Gatorade shower. Coach Fu got all the Gatorade on him. Little Gatorade, uh, Gatorade exchange at halftime. Not great. Not not halftime at the end of the game. Um, sorry, it's late. I'm fumbling over a couple of words. But that was brutal. I was about to call you. Yeah, I know. I'm fumbling over a couple of words. And then um, 2014 Miami. First, it was my first night game ever at Lane Stadium. I believe it was the only night game of the year besides UVA at the end. And we come out. I'm like, this is sick. I mean, the stands are full. People are excited. It's sweatshirts and it's blue jeans. Everybody's excited. Fireworks. I'm like, this is awesome. This is what I saw on YouTube. Um, But Duke Johnson had other plans and he absolutely decimated tech. He had two touchdowns, 286 yards, uh, would have been shut out. It was one of the games where we almost lost the streak, but Mark Leal, Bailed it out with a last-second touchdown to Isaiah Ford at the end of that football game. That was brutal. That was brutal. Um, I think we lost that game like 28-7, 32-7, something like that. It was 30-6. to 30-6. Who's counting? Get through it. Um, 
Who, what if somebody so you got a really long list here? I know, like, I, know I know. Finish it up, man. What's 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 on your list? Devastating losses that come to come to mind. I got three. Uh, Twenty thirteen, Tech loses to Duke at home. Kendall Fuller has three interceptions. Like, you know, you tell you tell me you tell me Kendall Fuller, this phenom five star freshman, has three picks in a game. Feeling pretty good. Oh, did you guys win by a hundred or two hundred? <laughs> no, we actually lost to Duke at home in 2013. I'll never forget that. My dad, this is what I was committed to Tech, and we came back because uh, Bramus Catholic always played on Saturday, and my dad would like record all the games. So we're midway watching the game, and he goes, and it rings true to this day, he goes, Tech does this all the time. You're teetering on being ranked, or you just become ranked, and you lose to, like, Duke. You lose to Duke. He <laughs> said, I'll never forget when he told me that. It was so funny. Um, that's what I remember. We wore orange that game too, right? We were, we were, we looked good. We had yeah. the, uh, orange tops, orange bottoms, maroon mm-hmm. helmets. And that was the first time I ever saw us lose at home. I was 10 and 0 leading up to that game. Oh, Ten, Pat, you know, Pat goes to Virginia Tech. He's a freshman. He's never seen Tech lose a game. <laughs> lose to Duke. Lose to Duke. Uh, Number two. Shout out to Dad for bringing me to all the cupcake games. <laughs> they, like, I would always go to like App State or like <laughs> Temple, UConn, <laughs> Western Michigan, UVA. Uh, and then the, the, the biggest game that I ever went to before becoming a student was like um, 2012 Georgia Tech and 2008 Maryland. So it wasn't like fun games. Great games. There was no gauntlet, you know, mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> things really turned around after that. Duke game. Uh, next year, 2014, East Carolina comes to town the week after we beat Ohio State. And uh, Shane Carden hit that hardy guy a few times. And uh, we just – that was just unbelievable. Like, I thought I was going to have um, a mental breakdown. It was horrible. <laughs> Great Isaiah Ford catch in that game. Oh, unbelievable yeah. Isaiah Ford yeah. catch in that game. Yeah, in the southeast, the one, yeah. The southeast corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Great catch by Isaiah. Uh, 2015 – Pittsburgh, 19-9 uh, at home. All three of these games are at home. It's so brutal. All three. 19-9. <laughs> uh, it's like a light, sprinkly rain the entire game. And Tech has nine rushing yards. <laughs> I'm looking at the scoreboard. It's like there's like four seconds left in the game. Like Pittsburgh's in victory formation. I'm like, wait a second. Does that actually say nine? <laughs> and I'm, I'm standing in the West Stands, like just screaming at the field. Nine rushing yards. <laughs> Like as any you know, super upset fan would uh, do. So that's uh, those were three years in a row where I just had some had some really tough moments uh, inside the gates of Lane Stadium. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, you crush that. We move on. Yeah, that's my three. I have I have some bones to pick um, with with Hokie fans because these are games that are viewed in hindsight as like as like I'm pissed losses and i don't think that they belong in that bucket and the first one that i have is the duke sweet 16 game from 20 that 2019 was i upset that we lost yes was i sad that we lost also yes was i pissed that we lost i don't really think so it was so fun to watch that team they went against the eventual number one draft pick the guy rj barrett who's playing on the screen right over here uh, for the New York Knicks right now. I hate him. <laughs> and, you know, we lost the game. So I think uh, – I, I, don't, I don't think an angry reaction comes from that. 
Um, you were at that game too. I was. Bryce and I took it in from the upper deck, man. We had a lot of Michelob Ultras that <laughs> evening. Man. A lot of salads. We had so much fun. Um, yeah, no, I think I think here's the criteria. You got you got two buckets. Okay, mm-hmm. you got bucket number one. This is the I kind of similar to what Billy was saying, like devastating. Like mm-hmm. I can't believe we lost that game, right? Mm-hmm. Where like Tech is probably favored. You know, the loss might come against an inferior opponent. The loss shouldn't have happened. And then there's the other bucket, which is the the stakes were so mm-hmm. high, mm-hmm. and that's where Duke 2019 is that's where the florida state national championship is that's where the boise game is you know that's ohio, where, ohio state 2014 you know, ohio state 2015 15 um, thank you you know <laughs> Bama, Bama 2009 um usc 2004 mm-hmm. you know that that list is it's really 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 extensive you know you've seen the stat every single time tech plays a top five opponent they'll show you the record it's not a good one no <laughs> we're gonna change it Work it, working on it. We're working on it. Working on it. Uh, some other games that fit in that category for me where I wasn't angry. We're, this could turn into a debate. I think we agree. The 2019 UVA game was a great game between two great teams. It wasn't the mo- – people talk about that game like it was the most embarrassing loss in the last 10 years. I'm sorry. I don't want to be – and maybe you disagree. I don't want to be at a point where the rivalry is so unhealthy – that losing in a rivalry game where the other team is good is the most devastating head scratching loss in the last decade. Thoughts? Sure. No, they were, they were a good team that day. They might've been the better team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd still think, you know, on a neutral field, <laughs> the stakes were high. That's why people are pissed too. That's true. I mean, that was kind of, you know, championship, ch- uh, championship you know, chance, dude, that, that, that probably started COVID. <laughs> speaking speaking of covid the liberty game while devastating while devastating i raised you two things i was devastated before that game even kicked off yes okay we were like what Dude. sub 500 we were so bad it happened during a mickey mouse season number one number two if you have a list of all of the games that we have played teams similar to liberty i raise you old dominion twice i raise you ecu Twice. ECU like seven times. I said seven times. <laughs> I raise you JMU. Like, I think all of those games are way more upsetting than the Liberty game myself. Uh, political affiliation aside from the uh, Liberty University, from LU, from the Flames, um, that's, a, that's how I feel about how it. How many times did we lose to ECU? 2008. 08. 2014. 2015. I think that's double whammies, dude. I think that's they did get us back. It was it was sneaky. 2015 was sneaky, man. Uh, I went down to that one in in Greenville, and that was just a. We were staying with these guys, and they had like roaches crawling around their cabinets. Oh my god! You know, it was just like I need to get the heck out if, of this. If place. I was an ECU student, though, you know how much I would troll tech. Like I mean, regardless of regardless of the reasoning that the that the that the series was canceled, I would like. I would cru- I would be I would be the Joe Rogers of ECU at like Virginia Tech. I would tweet at them every single morning, every single time at lunch, and every single time at dinner. I would tweet a highlight every day, every day. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's why you're not doing that. It, like, yeah. All right, let's flip this coin. Flip man. the flip the script. Um, take it away, my friend. Most elating positivity. We're getting to the positives here. Nineteen minutes in. 
lot more, <laughs> lot more, a lot more happiness. Right. Here. So uh, I'm going to start with the last 10 years, just to name a few. But if we are talking the last 10 years, the number one elating victory in football, mm-hmm. in football was the Ohio State win. Hands down. You know, if you were there, if you were watching on TV, if you're jumping around in front of Sharky's climbing up the lampposts, you know, um, incredible evening. Just <laughs> seriously awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, every hooky fan who went up to Columbus for that game, like, you, that that is just a stamp on your life, mm-hmm. you know? You're like, I lived a good life. Like, <laughs> I could die tomorrow? <laughs> now... Now, um, anything that would rival that, I would say it is the uh, HCC Championship in basketball mm-hmm. uh, in Brooklyn, um, beating Duke. I think that and the Ohio State game are on the same plane. Can, can we – I would almost lump the ACC tournament into one – I think that's almost like – you have to view that as a holistic yeah. victory. Yeah, I'm not – you know, could you – how could you just talk about that Duke game? The without, Duke game was the least exciting without, one out of all of them. Without talking about the night before. And the night before or that. The night before. Or the, or night, the night before, before that. that. <laughs> they were awesome. So, okay, we're going to put those games in it. We're going to put them in a vacuum. Yes. All right, uh, but some honorable mentions from the last 10 years. Um, any of the dramatic wins over Virginia. Which one was I your think favorite? You have to, oh, which one was my favorite? It's got to be 2018, dude. 20, see. 2018 was awesome. We were dead. I mean, we were that also was, dead in 2021. That's true. With, 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 without a coach. Without a coach. 2021, we didn't have a coach, and we stormed their field, and, <laughs> and we saw the funniest play from an opposing team of all time. And then he retired. And then he retired. We forced him into retirement. Um, 2014 was epic. 2018 was just incredible. Um, I ran on the field after the game and <laughs> got on TV right behind Coach Fuente. <laughs> I was the picture's epic, dude. That picture's my, so uh, was, Your FDNY cap or my something? FDNY cap and my orange and maroon scarf. It was my 24th birthday at midnight. Went to Big Al's, drank out of the cup. Taylor Newman and James Lavender wait, met that night, and now they're married. They wait, were married last week. That's an unbelievable story. How is that not, like, your number one moment? That's a stamp on your life. Your birthday, you win that game, you're on TV. That's, I mean, that's got... I feel like that's got, that's climbing the leaderboards as we talk about it. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I have some sweet picks. I bet uh, you do. We'll need to post those tomorrow. From Big Al's that night. Uh, let's see. Wait, can we talk about 2014? 2014. 2014, we were dead, too. Dead in the water. Teams almost fight each other at the middle of the, uh, middle of the field. Look to a and just getting after it. Yep. And Daddy Nicholas and Kenny Canham, I thought he was dead. I thought I think it was Jack Lambert. They played two quarterbacks Gray, that day. Grayson Lambert. Grayson Lambert. Jack Lambert played middle linebacker with the Steelers. Grayson's like anatomy was about to be. <laughs> so Daddy, Daddy not only sacks him, but also dislocates his fingers for like the fifteenth time, and he lays on the ground. And I'm like, dude, he's concussed. It's like, no, he just dislocated his. Face. He, he had these two fingers his entire senior year, completely broken, <laughs> like just completely broken. But he was still able to hit Ron Cherry's hand. <laughs> 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 In the Carolina game. Wait, that was a devastating loss too. That was oh, that was yeah. a devastating. Okay, loss. yeah, yeah. Frequency, de- frequency hop back <laughs> to the devastating loss category. Coach Beamer's last game was absolute torture. That man. was terrible, especially considering that dude didn't have possession of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got Brewer leading the comeback. You got Daddy Nicholas. You know, <laughs> throwing punches to Ron Cherry. And can I two things in hindsight that I absolutely didn't love. 
from that week. Uh, I hated the uniforms. I thought the uniforms were horrible. Okay, that's that's a take. I, I like you liked them. them. You liked the jack o' lantern uniforms. <laughs> they literally uh, were jack. I'm going to need a Clark Ruland rule uh, weigh in on that. Um, <laughs> and then number two, I, I might get crushed for this. I didn't like the pandering for game day. I didn't like it. Oh. I thought it was whack. I, I didn't like it. The game day for Frank. Game day. I didn't like it. I didn't like any of that. Um, but amazing, amazing career. I hated, hated that the regular season ended like that. But we're able to make it right in the uh, UVA game. Independence Bowl. And too. in the Independence Bowl where we scored. That UVA game points. was also a thrill. It was. Adonis with it the was. pick. It was. Ryan Malik. There was no way we were losing that game. There was a 0% chance that game was. I- Isaiah's touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next on this list? Okay. Uh, all right. So UVA wins. We, we talked about that. Belk Bowl comeback. Unreal, Obviously, dude. you guys know what happened. Sugar. Good time hanging out in uh, Charlotte, you know? Mm-hmm. City of champions. Got to be honest, that day was freezing. Do you remember how cold it was, that day cold. was? It, it might have been the coldest day in the history of Charlotte. <laughs> it, was, it was so That's cold. That's actually not true. <laughs> because December 2020, December 25th, 2022, it was single-digit temps, and my pipes froze. That's right. That's right. That's and then, right. And then my, right. my home flooded. That's and, right. And uh, I still am not back in there. Um, so, yes, colder days in Charlotte have occurred. That's true. That's true. The Belk Bowl comeback. Okay, Carolina, two Carolina games, one of them the six-overtime game, obviously. Two Carolina 2021 first game after COVID. Pick Billy, one. Billy, pick one. Pick one. Six overtimes. I think it's a six overtime. Six overtime. It's got to be six. I had a debil- de- debilitating headache after that game, but from beginning to end, the fact that you know I love, we've talked about this ad nauseum. Three thirty kicks that turned into night games. This turned into almost a midnight game because the game seemed like it would never end. Um, okay, fan move. And, <laughs> and um, I'll, I'll tell it later. And uh, it was just it was it was absolute euphoria. Just euphoria, dude. I, I don't think you could uh, – yeah, give me the six-overtime game every time. And I literally cried at the 21 game. I knew you were about to say it, but 21 was amazing. It wasn't even as much as the game as it was just uh, <sighs> getting back to football. So uh, Prior to that, I just have three written down that, you know, I was, what, uh, 14, 15 for these. Uh, 2009 was a great year. Started off winning the Orange Bowl. Beating Cincinnati, just defensive performance by mm-hmm. the uh, the fellas. A lot of interceptions. Tyrod just crushed it. Goal line stands. Miami 2009 in the rain. Nebraska 2009. Everyone knows about Nebraska 2009. Um, those are just three games that you know. It was hard to wipe the smile off the face. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to add one of these. I think it was 2011. Um, the year that uh, oh, dude, Miami, mm-hmm. where I mean, Logan runs it in at the end. I mean, what a football game! Were, were you at that game? Was your dad at that game? No, me and my dad were freaking out in the basement. <sighs> I think we went to Macaroni Grill after to celebrate <laughs> on Route Ten. Were you guys the only people there? It must have <laughs> been like ten o'clock. Macaroni Grill used to be an awesome. Place. Oh no, it, it Macaroni Grill is great. No, no, it's a three thirty game, my friend. Oh, okay, and one of those games that turned into night games. Love to see it. Um, that's a fun list. Any any fun games that we're missing? I mean, we're missing a ton. Like, yeah. we're missing a lot. I'm saying, is there anyone that just jumps into your brain right now? Like, we're missing a lot. Like, I mean, when we won the ACC championship in 2007, that was huge. Mm-hmm. That was huge. Um, 
a feel a real feel good game that wasn't a was just beating the piss out of UVA to clinch the ACC uh, in 2016. The coastal. the coastal. I'm sorry to clinch the coastal in 2016. Um, feel good moment. But yeah, no, I appreciate all the engagement. We had a ton of fun with that. We just spent 20 minutes on it. So uh, moving on to other hokey headlines here. Antoine Powell wrote right <laughs> He stole the beginning of the show. He's still in the middle. Antoine Ra- Powell Rowland, an edge rusher transfer from the University of Florida. Yes, we are receiving receiving a player from Florida. It's about time. <laughs> you know, Kerry Blackshear Jr. somewhere is like, hey, they're finally getting, you know, the, the, reci- the receiving offer, yes. you know? This was the player to be named later in the Kerry Blackshear yes. trade. Yes, the Kerry Blackshear and Alan Cheney. Mm-hmm. Didn't Alan Cheney come to us? I don't remember. And uh, Jalen Hudson. Hudson. Yes, Jalen Hudson, one of the prized possessions of uh, Buzz's first class, transferred to Florida. Had a great career. He's still playing Euro. Ba- He's playing basketball over there somewhere. Um, Younger. But, um, yes, so 2022, he had 11 tackles, three sacks, three forced fumbles, which – According to ESPN, was tied for seventh in the country. Pretty impressive. Uh, he was slated to be a starter. He's from Indian River in Portsmouth, Virginia. Was the fourth-ranked player in the state of Virginia in the 2019 class and was high, high, high on the Hokies. May or may not have been in that cudgel of silent commits that never ended up at Virginia Tech. But he's here now. So this is huge. This is huge for Coach Pry. This is huge for the Virginia to Virginia Tech movement. Um Really, really excited about it. And I decided to go down a fun exercise because I asked myself, when was the last time Tech had a guy who had like six or eight sacks? And this is a pretty fun list. So here are the sack leaders over the last 15 years. Surprisingly, Taiwan Garbutt had six and a half sacks last year. I was blown away. I was like, when was the last time we had six and a half sacks? I think he had three in the BC game. He had three in the BC game. 2021, Dax Hallfield, four and a half. 2020. uh, Four and a half was our leader. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Amari Barno, six and a half in 2020. 2019, Shamari Connor with five and a half. 18, Haushawn Gaines, four and a half. 17, Tremaine Edmonds, five and a half. That's a brutal three year stretch with. Uh, I mean, the entire list you just read was pretty brutal. And is then. The mo- is the most from the last five years six and a half sacks? Yes. It gets. It gets uh, yes, that is, that is correct. And then one of the most underappreciated Hokies led Tech in sacks three years in a row. His name is Kenjamin Akanum. He lives in San Diego, California. He had seven and a half in 2016. He had four and a half in 2015. And he had 10 and a half in 2014. Shout out to Ken. Then you go Luther, six and a half. Bruce Taylor, five and a half. James Gale, seven. Stephen Friday, eight and a half. Nikos Brown, six and a half. Jason Worlds, eight. Chris Ellis, eight and a half. That's a fun list. That isn't. What about 2006? Okay, I'm not. You went back to 2007 when we had the number one total defense in America in 2006, and you were just like, "Wait a second, this experiment is so fun that I'm actually not gonna <laughs> give you 2006." If it's here, oh, here we go. Okay, it's it's easily accessible. So 2006, our leader in sacks was wow. Chris Ellis only had four and a half sacks. He led the team in sacks in 2006. How many total sacks do we have? Everyone was eating. Total sacks. I'm not about to do all this math. Number two on the team was Brandon Flowers with three and a half. And Nolan Boucheret. Nolan Burchett. Burchett. <laughs> Xavier DV. William William Wall. Brendan Hill. Carlton Powell. Vince Hall. Vince Hall. 
Cordero Thompson, Barry right, Booker. Right. And there's a lot of sacks. So, yeah, looking forward to Antoine Powell. I hope I, I hope we can get a pass rush. A pass rush is something we have been missing for the last couple of years. Um, and I think this is this is absolutely huge. So massive, massive pickup. This next segment, if this podcast hasn't been off the rails. Are we taking any breaks on this pod? We shouldn't take a break, but we should talk about our friends over at South Block Juice. Oh. South Block (laughs) is a smoothie, acai, and hot bowl place in Nova, D.C., Arlington. If you are looking to go ahead and get yourself a smoothie after class at F45, if you're looking to get maybe a midday pick-me-up, if you're sitting in front of the computer and you're getting awful tired and you need something healthy, look no further than South Block. South Block is owned by a Virginia Tech alum. Love that. Love to support Virginia Tech alums with, uh, with businesses. Okay. You can order right on the app. And here's the great news. If you use the app and you use discount code SONS5, S-O-N-S-5, you get $5 off of your first order. May I recommend the PB&J smoothie? It tastes just like you're biting in to your mom's peanut butter and jelly that she made for you at lunch in third grade. Cut off the crusts and cut it diagonal. It tastes fantastic, guilt-free. Is it toasted, though? No, the smoothie is not. <laughs> Dude, you threw me for a loop. The, t- the smoothie is not toasted, but you can get some warm bowls if you'd like to. They're absolutely fantastic. I've been five or six times. Um Literally in the last 10 days, it's so good. Um, so check them out. Um, again, that is South Block in the Nova and D.C. area. In honor <laughs> of a couple of amazing, amazing Hokies, Izzy Post and Clark Ruland. It was almost like a commitment. They, they announced their commitment to one another and their commitment to love on Twitter. And we were like, yo, 110%. this is – 110% committed. Hashtag no interviews. No interviews. This has got to be the most hokey wedding of all time. And I love it. Lean into it. I can't wait. So Pat and I decided this week for Pylons, we were going to draft some of the most perfect Virginia Tech wedding things. If you were if you were doing a wedding to make it as Virginia Tech as possible, this is how you would do it. So Pat, okay. you have the first round. Well, first. here we go. Just so we are being clear here is – you know, can unthinkable things happen? Yes. So of we course. can really stretch the imagination. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so number one, I'll, I'll pick the obvious. Metallica is on the guest list, and they <laughs> show up. And guess what? Metallica is playing Enter Sandman as the bride and groom walk down the aisle. I'll raise you this. Um, <clears throat> after they, uh, after how, whatever kind of wedding they have, they say Mazel Tov, you may kiss the bride. Skipper fires. As soon as they say you may kiss the bride, boom, <laughs> and you kiss the bride. So that is my that is my first round pick, and I get to go twice. And as they are doing the vows from beginning to end, exchanging their vows, everybody reaches into their trousers and pulls out keys, and you are shaking the keys on one of the keyest plays of their wedding, of their special day, because that is a key play. That is my second pick. <laughs> All right. Um, so instead of a welcome party or a rehearsal dinner, guess what? We're just having a massive tailgate. <laughs> and the only thing that is available at the tailgate 
is wild turkey and turkey legs. Any is there any other like Virginia Tech like staple foods that would be available here? Um, I can't think of one. It's just got to be turkey legs. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just got to be turkey legs. Um, and then my other one is, um, let's see, the hokey bird is the officiant of the wedding, mm-hmm. and um, the spirit squad is the ushers. I like that. I like that a lot. So I got really creative with this next one. You know how we do bouquet tosses? Yeah. I haven't seen one of those in a long time, but so we're doing, we're doing a little different this year. The uh, groom is going to line up as a long snapper. He is going to snap the bouquet to the bride. Now you're probably thinking, Oh, what is she? Is she just going to throw it over her head after the snap? No, 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 no. All the women in attendance of this will line up on the line in front of the snapper and will try to block a punt <laughs> of the bouquet. And that is how we perform the uh, the bouquet toss. So it'll be a punt block bouquet toss punt. I think that's a winner. I might do that at my wedding. Okay. Um, we'll see if that one catches on. And um, I think, you know, how everybody does like the, the cups or the uh, – the um the koozies the gifts cups yeah. and gifts yeah so we're doing uh commonwealth cups commonwealth plastic cups as the uh, preferred drinking uh orifice of the uh of the party i like that one i like that one okay uh is this the last one this is the last pick this is the last one um uh, okay let's see um I'm trying, you know, you can just stick it in somewhere. You know, I'm not going to do that though. Um, <laughs> um, you could do the, uh, you could do the, uh, the first dance. You could do, well, you could do uh, cut, cut you down when you're doing the, uh, you could do the walk, when you're doing the walk down. You could also, so, oh, oh, oh. Um, so, so like speeches are a big thing. At this right. Point. Like yes. a big thing. Like the ultimate hokey wedding, obviously. Um, so instead of, you know, the groom, the groom, the best man and the maid of honor and, you know, father of the bride speech, um, you just got Coach Beamer and Mike <laughs> Young doing speeches and uh, just talking about how much they love the couple. And uh, prior to that, um, God's going to cut you down, yes. you know, as they're walking up to, uh, to, to get the microphone. A couple of other ones that I had, um, Bailey Angle rocking around during like the most popular songs that are playing so like don't stop believing is on and there's that one guy at the wedding who's like standing outside of the group everybody dancing and then he goes hey it seems like you don't know this song sing along <laughs> see if they can sing along to the song there's also the uh you know <laughs> the classic mike young versus the popcorn who can mm-hmm. get around the wedding faster mm-hmm. i've been field sizzle you got hokey hack at hokey hack to mm-hmm. show up and uh you know People are trying to compete against him for the Smithfield sizzle. <laughs> that would be pretty, that'd be See, pretty How did you hold on to the Smithfield sizzle until, <laughs> I don't know. until bonus rounds? I don't know. Um, the only other one, I think if you hit up our guy, uh, our guy Brad, he probably has some of those orange smoker names. <laughs> oh, no. So you could uh, – I'll never forget when Coach Barchers got married. He got married with uh, with a smoke machine, and I was thinking you could do like an orange, an orange, smoke, uh, orange smoke dance. That might be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. People people might choke to death, though. That's true. Another, Especially if it's indoors. 
One of uh, I, I went to a wedding for two Georgia Tech grads, and they drove away in the rambling wreck. I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of a cool move. I mean, very cool. Move. <laughs> yeah, very very cool move. Me. Um, that was an expensive wedding. Um, wasn't my money. Um, that's a podcast. We're gonna wrap this thing up with Sharky shoutouts. Um, again, I want to extend my uh, my my happiness to uh, the Young family. To the McLaughlin family, shout out to John McLaughlin. He also got married this past weekend. Also, debate time, weddings on Friday or weddings on Saturday? Where Where is it? Who's getting married? No, like, would you prefer to go to a wedding on a Friday or a Saturday? I'm a big Friday truther. I, I like them both. Because Saturday weddings, though, you get the scaries on Sunday because you got to travel back to wherever the hell you're going. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But if you're taking Friday off, are you taking Friday off or are you, you working Friday? Bro, I make my own hours, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, dude, I, I did not log many hours on Friday. No, I drove down to Williamsburg and, and we knocked it out. But if PTO is involved, I still am a firm believer. Because you can always take PTO on Monday if, if you really need to. Yeah, but the last second PTO that comes in on Sunday, I used to hate sending that text to Jimmy Perillo. You su- used to Sunday. do that? Oh, dude, yeah. You used to send in PTO hey, on hey, man. Sunday asking for Monday off? Hey, man, when you are at 155% of your number on the 22nd, you can ask for PTO. You may be getting a little bit of a, a pushback, <laughs> but you you can ask. So handle, <laughs> handle your business, and you can uh, – and you can make it work. But no, I'm a, I'm a big Friday guy. I'm a big Friday guy. Um, I've never been to a Sunday wedding. People do that? I hope I hope, I hope we keep Has Have people done that? I, I know it's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. If, I, if you're listening to this pod and you've had your wedding on a Sunday or you've been to a, a Sunday wedding, Grace tweet, tweet at Billy Ray. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm just going to but, but And also tell us if you took PTO on Monday. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'll. I'll just come out and flat out say it. I. I can't imagine a more. Is that more self selfish as a destination wedding? That's more. I would rather you tell me you need to fly to like Rome to see us get married than we're getting married on a Sunday. I mean, yeah. There's probably a lot of listeners who have been. To That's fine. Weddings. That's just my opinion. Um, JMO. What's that? Just my opinion. <laughs> Just my opinion, and no fall weddings. You do know that. Uh, you do know that rule. My Those last, are the two rules. My last Sharky shout out goes to our guy JPR. John Parker Romo is still doing his skip. Uh, all XFL team with the San Antonio Brahmas. Brahmas. Be it, pronounce it yourself. B R A H M A S. No idea. Brahmas. But shout out to JPR. That's it. I don't have any shout-outs. No shout-outs from you. No. That's a podcast. I hope everybody's having a great time. Check out our Makai Lewis interview. It dropped earlier today. Man, we're trying out content. Um, But uh, you guys have a good day. To wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all that she said is Oh, I know just what you're thinking Please don't go to sweat again Trash my friend's place, wake up the next day
to you.